When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, are they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. <laughs> yeah, and this week on the podcast, uh, we're continuing with our kind of scary movie month, uh, doing the childhood favorite, uh, Casper. The Friendly uh, Ghost. Casper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs> Which is an insane concept in itself. <laughs> and then they were like, let's make a live action movie about this yep. and make it the darkest thing humanly possible. <laughs> so strangely dark. <laughs> Oh my god. It was uh yeah, This movie it, jumps the shark a few times, I would say. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's it's very good. I mean, okay, so before we get into anything, I'm gonna dive into kind of like what what the structure or basic plot line of this movie it's pure it's nuts it's nuts the plot line of this movie essentially so we have casper who is just looking for a pal just looking for a friend he's been hanging out with his three drunk uncles for however long (laughs) and so he kind of he wants he, he wants to find a friend so he tries to does he try? He doesn't haunt the place, I guess. Uh, the the this big mansion gets turned over to this woman who had a horrible father. I have to assume. Did you pick up on that, Craig? I feel like yeah, this woman I, had a horrible father. Anyway, doesn't matter. We're, we'll get it. We'll she, dive into that. She, yeah, she leaves him the house, and or he leaves her the house. Yeah. Yeah, so he leaves her this this uh, condemned, very important that that word's in there, uh, leaves her a condemned house, okay, in, in his will, and she realizes that there's ghosts haunting this place. She does not want these ghosts here anymore. She hires a few people. We go through a bit of a montage. She tries to tear it down, which I'm also going to get into because I love that move. That's a great move. Um, and essentially lands on somebody that is supposed to be this, like, ghost therapist but he also has clearly never seen a ghost. It's it's all very odd. We, we you just got to breeze past that part. You got to breeze past it. Um, they show up. They try and get these ghosts to. Uh, I don't know. He tries move to move on. I guess move on. It? Yeah, yeah. Go on. Yes, go on to the next life. And it doesn't go as planned. Obviously, they discover that there's a machine in the basement that can bring somebody from a ghost back to life, and then. And then our lead villain is like, well, then I'll just, I'll definitely try and kill somebody or die myself immediately upon no, to get <laughs> no the evidence treasure. to get, to get the tre- treasure that we don't know is treasure. Anyway, if this seems like too long of an explanation, I do apologize, but this movie is all <laughs> over the place. <laughs> and I think an important part to mention is the father drinks himself to death. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> And then, and then Casper. Casper bring uh, gives up his spot 
Yeah. Uh, in the revive in the Lazarus machine or whatever to bring the dad back. So uh, our our main character Cat has a has a father. Yeah, and and of course the movie ends in a school dance for absolutely no purpose. There's so many things in this movie I'm so excited to talk about. Oh, God. The entire time I was watching this, I was like, halfway through, I was honestly like, oh, this is like kind of whimsical. Like, I could kind of, like, I I get it. It's like a dark kids movie, whatever. And then, you know, what they would do one thing, and I'm like, well, that's a bit much. And they would do another thing. I'm like, okay, where are we going? And then by the end, I was like, oh, we don't give a fuck. Like, we don't care. (laughs) We don't care. This is. This is a movie I remember seeing as a kid and thinking, well, this was fine. You know, like. <laughs> as a kid? <laughs> and then rewatching I- it now, I was just like, oh my God. I don't what? know why I pictured you as a child in a full suit leaving a theater. <laughs> Can't you just be like, well, that was fine. Like, <laughs> That's creepier than anything in the movie. <laughs> What you think of the movie, Craig? Fine, mother. Uh, (laughs) Yes, that's what I said. Like, what kind of kid is like, well, that was fine. (laughs) And by fine, I mean, like, the general attitude. No, 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 I totally get You know, like, you you saw a movie, and you're like, I saw a movie today. Mm -hmm. Great. Like, as a kid. Uh, And then you think about it as an adult, and you're like, wow, this is pretty... This is pretty messed up. Um, <laughs> no, I think when I was a kid, I had two. Like, it was either like I like this or this scares me and I don't want to watch it. <laughs> Those were the two categories. There was nowhere in between. If it wasn't scary, I would still probably like it on some level. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I don't think I had very like discerning tastes as a child. And I don't know if this was scary to kids or not. Uh, we'll maybe get into that in a little bit. But um, before we uh, get to our talking about our villain uh, and. and and uh, whether or not they were right. Uh, we just want to uh, quickly uh, say uh, thank you to one of our friends, uh, Manscaped. Uh, Manscaped! Yes. Send me a ball shaver. I love them so much. <laughs> like, I, just the lack of discur- Yeah, I just, I love that. It's I love great. that. I got the whole, the whole box of swag. I'm totally yeah. into it. <laughs> uh, they sent us uh, some sample products, uh, very specifically uh, their Lawnmower 3.0. And uh, I'm just going to say, uh, you know, we're all adults here. I, I hope we're all adults. Hey, children, <laughs> stop listening now. We you know swear what? a lot. We swear a lot. Santa Claus isn't real. Uh, <laughs> that's a weird thing to say. Uh, but uh, yeah, if you we're all adults, uh, so you know, you gotta you gotta take care of yourself. You gotta uh, you gotta groom yourself and take stuff care like of your that. business. Yeah, uh, yeah, you gotta be you know he- healthy, happy, clean, all the rest. And uh, uh, I gotta say, I'll be quite honest when. I first saw this, I was a little freaked out by it because I was like, this is just an electric razor and this is going to be terrifying. <laughs> That's funny because you and I have very different personalities. The second I opened it, I charged it immediately and was like, we're going to town. Yeah. We're doing it. Like I had no reservations immediately. I'm tucking it in. Uh, well, I mean, I think there's probably one difference there. Uh- oh yeah, that I don't have balls. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, this is going to be, this is going to be crazy. And then I tried it and it is genuinely a fantastic razor. Uh, for this it's got an led light which like whatever you're doing now it doesn't have an led <laughs> and like i just gotta say when you're when you're driving in the dark you turn on your headlights you know what i mean like you, oh, so you, yeah. see, you see where you're going you see where you've been um it's it's absolutely like game changer the the big scary uh electric razor thing it's actually uh this like cutting edge ceramic blade 
uh, which actually guards against nicks and cuts and that sort of thing. So it's not like jagged pieces of metal vibrating next to you, right? It's it's all worked out like that. And it's the other thing I love, it's completely waterproof. It's shower safe. So you got the LED. Uh, yeah. You can use it in the shower. You want to cry and shave at the same time? You can't. <laughs> there is no rules here. <laughs> It's efficient, is what it it's is. A, yeah, cr- you know what I mean. Crying. <laughs> yeah, dude, I mean, yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, I'm down. I know I'm a lady and I don't have balls, but I use it anyway, and I'm super into it. Uh, I don't think I can go back to a regular razor now. This is going to be a problem. Yeah, uh, but if you guys are interested in this product, um, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code VWR at manscaped.com. That's manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code VWR. And now, let us dive back (laughs) into The weirdest transition in history. (laughs) From ball shaving to child ghosts. (laughs) Child ghosts. Dude, this whole thing. Okay, so I I, I feel like we're definitely going to bounce around a bunch here. But the Um, villain. Which I think we have a few. Okay. I feel like we have a few. You know what I mean? Like, we definitely... We have some soft side villains, which are our uncle ghosts and um, and this bully girl from school that has been sprinkled in for seemingly no reason. <laughs> it has no effect on the plot line at all. Um, but our main villain is uh, Kerrigan. Okay, this woman, uh, we start out with her basically, and she has been she, – she's, she's in the, in the office – Waiting for the will to cut, you know what I mean? What what have I gotten from my apparently neglectful father? I gotta say this. Like, this guy had money for days and days and days and days and leaves his daughter a condemned. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a fuck you. Did you read that as a fuck you, Craig? Because you're listening to all the yes. all the money and all everything's all going, going out to all the these animals, save them. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like at one point she said, like Flipper got more money than me. Like, yeah, I, I could understand having bitterness. Okay. Towards that situation. And your father gave you a condemned mansion. Condemned. Like you can't, you know what I mean? It's, it's like hundreds of thousands of dollars of work, of work to get this up and running. If you want to keep this building like this, yeah. um, it, it's like if he, you know, it, it's like if somebody gifts you a pet, you know yeah. what I mean? You show up at a birthday and you're like, okay, here's this puppy. <laughs> it's like here's shortly. Here's a commitment. <laughs> yeah, here's, yeah, here's responsibility that you didn't know you were going to have yesterday. Um, this is not good. <laughs> so I'm kind of, like, I understand this whole scene is supposed to be framed as, like, this woman is such a, and she is, okay? I'm not going to say she's, she's a greedy. nice she's, person. She's yeah. greedy. She's not nice, okay? But I understand that that is a messed up situation, okay? So then they find that there's a map and there might be treasure. (laughs) (laughs) Might be treasure in this building. Um, So we get to the treasure part and they decide, well, yeah, maybe maybe we should go check out this mansion. Right, get the treasure. Makes sense. It's legally yours. She got it. And I will point out before we move too far past this, uh, she was present and holding her father's hand when he passed away. She mentions that where she's like, uh, she doesn't say it in the nicest language, uh, but like 
it's not like long lost father who she's lost contact with. Mm-hmm. She was there comforting by his by his bedside. So it's like we don't really know what that relationship was. Mm-hmm. Uh you're reading that as the dad being a, a total asshole. So maybe all this resentment is somewhat justified, you know? So uh, all I'm saying is black box. We don't know so far. I'm going to give her the, the benefit of the doubt. Oh, absolutely. You got to give the girl the benefit of the doubt here. So then we show up to the man. We got to start problem solving. Cause as soon as we show up here, she realizes that there's a bunch of ghosts. Okay. And we don't yep. want ghosts. Uh, um, which is great fair. montage here, though, with the uh, the uh, father uh, Guido Serducci uh, as the exorcist. Oh um, yeah, there's so many cameos. In this yeah, movie. and then uh, Dan Aykroyd as uh, as a yeah. Ghostbuster race dance, and uh, yeah, as call somebody else. I was like, oh, and it was at this point where I was like, was this? This seems like it was made by comedy fans because you got Eric Idle there playing the sidekick. Uh, mm-hmm. you've got like all these like former SNL kind of people coming in doing like cameos being like, this is a ridiculous premise. Like, oh, it, yeah. it felt like it was supposed to be a funnier movie than it was, you know? I think, yeah, there are like, there are parts of it. I like where I'm like, this is cute or whimsical or that's kind of funny with the, go- like, I love the three ghosts. I'm into the three ghosts. I like the three ghosts. Oh, really? Okay. I do. Yeah. I think they're fine. Like, I think that like that kind of dynamic, but this weird, like they, they put this really weird darkness over the film, but the film doesn't reflect it at the same time. So it's very contrary. Like it just, it, it, it doesn't jive as well as it should. Well, I think that's just inherent in the movie where they're like, we're trying to make a lighthearted kids movie with funny ghosts. But that is also about murder and child <laughs> death and regret and dead parents too. Like the cat's mother is dead, and that's a whole thing. Dude, like it's just they bring her back at the end. I'm sorry, I know I'm jumping like so go. much shit here, but when when. Catsbomb came down as an angel. I almost flipped a tape. Like, I was almost like, no, guys, come on. No. Like, I was <laughs> screaming in my house because, like, I understand we've jumped the shark a few times already, but that was the biggest one for me. Quite frankly, that was the biggest jump because, and here's why I don't, I don't like this woman. Straight up, I don't like this woman. Okay, this is, and it, it comes down to one scene and one simple thing, but it annoyed me so so much is okay. So they're like, okay, so we're going to let Casper be real, but we're going to do like a Cinderella thing where it expires. Right. And she says, you have until 10. And he says, but Cinderella got until midnight. And she's like, yeah, but Cinderella wasn't like 12. You have until 10. And I'm like, Bitch, give him till midnight. He's dead. He's fucking dead, dude. All he has is time. He does not need to go. It doesn't because you set restrictions on a child for the safety of that child, for the good of that child. That kid's dead, man. If this guy goes out and runs into traffic, you know what I mean. You're cranky the next day. Who cares? You're dead. Bad drug deal. Some whatever. Okay, it doesn't matter what happens because this kid is already dead give him to midnight okay there's no reason for yeah. such curfews i was 
furious in that moment because I know they were supposed to be like, oh, that's kind of like, kind of like a cute little joke that we're going to do. And it just made me mad. It made yeah. me so mad he's on behalf all, of that job. He's been a ghost for like a hundred years. Just give let him, him the two hours. Yeah. Give him the two hours. How do you how do you look a kid that died from pneumonia in the eyeballs and say, hey, you know, I know you've been a ghost forever, but like. I but. can't give you this two extra hours <laughs> and apparently two extra hours that I would have been able to hang out with my family for. Cause apparently this woman expires at the same time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And the other reason I really dislike the mother when she shows up, I, 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 we're just going to rip on her until we get to the video, <laughs> uh, is, is this movie has this uneasy thing where it's like, um, you become a ghost only if you have unfinished business. Right. Yeah. So, so, and they actually use that to defeat uh, Kerrigan <laughs> at the at the end. But whatever. <laughs> um, and this this is a woman who who died uh, tragically, unexpectedly, mm. um, leaving leaving behind her young daughter. And she's like, "I just had no unfinished business." <laughs> And I'm like, I get that she's like at peace and all the rest, and that should be good. But mm-hmm. like, the uh, the other woman's thing was treasure. She wanted like, like how how as the daughter, do you not take that to be a fucking punch in the face? Okay, here's okay, and and, and on the same concept line, I want to bring this up because that you've jumped into something that I wanted to jump into, which is um. If Casper's sole purpose was for his dad not to be lonely when his dad died, why didn't he disappear as well? Yeah. And 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 to that uh to that <laughs> effect, uh if his dad's whole purpose was to build this whole machine mm-hmm. to bring his beloved son back from the dead, then when he died without doing that, mm-hmm. <laughs> why didn't he become a ghost? Yeah, where's his dad? <laughs> yeah. Where, where's his, the dad the, ghost? The three uncles are around. Uh, mm-hmm. ooh. So his dad lost three brothers, all of whom had unfinished business. <laughs> but dad's just like, well, see ya. Yeah. Can I, <laughs> can I go hang out with Kat's mom? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it. I mean... It's probably not the biggest plot hole in this movie, but yeah, there's uh, there's something to be said about how how weird it is that some people have this unfinished business and some people don't. Um, I would love, and we're definitely going to get back to the main villain for sure, but I would absolutely love if we could talk about how bad I think the father is. Because Ooh, if yes, there is please. a truer villain in this movie, I cannot pick one. You know what I mean? This guy. Okay, so just to start breaking this down. Okay, so this guy is a um, is like a ghost therapist, okay? Yes. He tries to get these ghosts to move on, okay? What does he call it? He calls them something. Um, speci- living in pair. Living in pair. Oh, Oh, Lord, did a ghost tell you that's offensive? Who told you this? Okay, because they all seem pretty fine with being called dead. Okay, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like that's just a term he pulled out of his own ass to make himself feel better, but whatever. Okay, so then he thinks that it's it's good to drag around his daughter, okay, who, who just lost her mother and is like, I'm going to drag you around the country um, to do, to do what I think is good. Okay. And what I think is 
nine schools in two years. Okay, yeah. She, be- she begs him to please stay <laughs> somewhere long enough that yeah. she can make a friend. Yeah. You like what are you doing to your daughter? Like, and she's and for some reason, one of the most well-adjusted twelve-year-old like is able to to tell you her emotional needs and what she wants, and you're still denying her that, okay? Still dragging her around. Then we get into this house, and the second you see a ghost, you flip out, which means you've never seen a ghost. Yes. (laughs) Which means he's a fraud. Yes. He hasn't done anything up up to this point. He hasn't done shit because he's never seen one before because he flips out the first time he sees one and like barely even when it like when his daughter's when cat's like oh like i just wanted to say i'm sorry dad for not believing you it was like you could see the process in his in that moment of like oh yeah i didn't believe me either like (laughs) yes i was i was defrauding people out of money i was a scam artist because i claim to be this thing that gets rid of ghosts i've never seen Mm -hmm. a ghost which is real in this universe right and so, so is dragging dragging your daughter around? Then, okay, then, then mid movie, okay, uh, or I guess three quarters of the way through, however you want to clock it, gets so unbelievably hammered that he dies. Okay, he fall, with with no like no help of anybody else. Like nobody pushes him. Nobody coerces. You know what I mean? Like nothing he happens here. Yes. Okay, walks. He falls down a hole that from the construction. Okay, leaving his daughter alone, orphaned, <laughs> orphaned. Okay, and then comes back, doesn't remember her, which is like the whole thing of becoming a ghost. Apparently, okay, is that you? You kind of forget who you are. Although it took Casper all of five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> to remember, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this whole moment. And then luckily he gets brought back to life. But even in that moment, I'm like, this guy didn't even pause, man. If I had a kid in front of me that could also be alive, I might be like, you know what? I'm 45 and maybe I should give this to this 12-year-old. I could be ghost dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? You could be ghost dad. I don't know. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's the wrong call. I'm just saying we should pause. <laughs> we should have we should probably maybe a, discuss this. Like a five second discussion. <laughs> um, See if we can somehow replicate. So I have a couple questions about this uh, yeah. ghost machine too. <laughs> uh, which is my first question is um, uh, the dad dies by falling into a pit. Mm-hmm. Then his ghost flies over back to the house and gets brought back to life, and then he he reappears. So is his body still in that pit? One thousand percent. Yes. What happens to the bodies in this case? Where, like, are you rematerializing a new body based on the ghost, and there's just like a dead corpse somewhere, or is it like? Oh, that's a great system for organ donation, right? Um, <laughs> um, and the other thing that bothers me so much about this machine is uh, they're like, there's only one shot. We can only do it once. I was like, you fucking, you idiots. It, this guy has spent decades of his life building this thing. He didn't just keep it all in his head. He wrote some of that shit down. Like, I agree. There's only one charge left right now. Yeah. But figure out what the formula for that was. 
You Send know? this out to be analyzed. What is yes. this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can replicate this. Maybe we can bring people back to the dead, which brings me to my third and final point, uh, mm. which drives me absolutely crazy. Uh, Kerrigan's whole thing is that she's looking for treasure <laughs> in a mansion, and at no point does she realize a machine that brings people back from the dead is a treasure. <laughs> That is going to be worth so much more than what is in this safe. Like the short sightedness of like, we need to kill ourselves so we can get through walls. It doesn't even consider getting a safe cracker in there. Oh, you've uh, got to make some mental leaps watching yeah. this movie. You've got to make some real leaps. It's like, like get into the safe, get out and then bring myself back to life as opposed to, oh, I'll make billions bringing ghosts back to life yeah yeah also like it just seems like and i could be wrong but every time somebody's like oh there's treasure in this mansion i know this is like the the i don't know hillbilly trash person in me but i'm like that whole mansion's filled of treasure man you could sell that vintage dress for at least a couple hundred bucks and that's just one dress look through your suitcases and shit just start unpacking there's so much money here okay. yes and 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 regardless uh it is a mansion of a very particular architectural style which i don't care for but mm-hmm. that is worth something oh yeah I, I, I'm going to, I think, honestly, most of the people in this movie are bad, um, which oh, is. I, sorry, before we move on, uh, another reason the dad is shitty. He moves mm. his daughter into a condemned house. Yes. Condemned, as you mentioned, condemned doesn't mean it's, it's, it's haunted or no one's Or ugly in it. or not. You know what yeah. I mean? It couldn't it sell is, well. <laughs> it is unsafe yes. to be in. It does not meet building codes and safety requirements. Yeah. Just, Do we have running water? We're unsure. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's, there is so much of this that doesn't make sense to me. This dad just being like, oh, okay, like, we're just going to move into this place. Pick your room. Don't, don't worry about it. Oh, and also, like, treat this like it's our house now. Like, go through other people's belongings and just, like, you know what I mean? Just, like... Look around, take it. It's yours now. You've been talking to a ghost. You're fine. Um, that doesn't make any sense to me. Something I would like to say about Kerrigan. Okay, so we go through a bit of a process here off the top, okay? And I agree with each and every step this woman makes off the top of this movie where she goes, okay, so we're going to get somebody who's like an exorcist, okay? We're going to get somebody trying to remove this, okay? That didn't work, okay? So now we're going to try and, like, bulldoze this building. We're just going to take it down, okay? Also, honestly, a move I 1,000% fully support. Every movie where I see a haunted house, I just go, why hasn't anyone run that thing over? Like, that's my first move. <laughs> Leave, run it over. Leave, run it over. Like, we're done. Okay, I don't care how much money. You know what I mean? Like, just tear, tear that thing down. This doesn't work. Then Can't she's- haunt ash, asshole. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Burn it down. Okay. I don't want to, I don't want any of this shit. Okay. Then that doesn't work. Okay. So then we, we, she sees on TV, Kerrigan views this, uh, I, I'm just going to call him ghost dad. <laughs> this ghost and, and dad. And Casper makes her see it. Yes. Specifically so that he can lure this woman that he is attracted to or this child he's attracted to into, in, into this house. Okay. There, uh, that's going to be another point I'm going to jump off on, but their relationship is 
like Casper is so deeply creepy to me that it okay when they said Casper the friendly ghost what somebody took as Casper the nice guy and that's really what we ran with here <laughs> okay that's really what we went for with Casper here cuz i had to run you through a few things that Casper does as a nice guy huh he's a nice guy he okay so he tricks tricks Kerrigan into getting these people over here okay so that he can meet this girl okay we're all right so far. We're 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 not great, but we're fine. Okay. Then um, the first proper contact he has with this girl, he makes it so she cannot speak. Um, that's the first move. We're going to impede her ability to talk until I'm done talking, and then you can talk. We'll see. Then we decide that we're going to grab her. And then take her on a floating adventure to a lighthouse that she has not consented to going to. Okay, yeah, she's, you've she's now separated her. She's, yes. I don't put, want to do this. Put me down. Yeah. Put me down. I don't want to do this. No, thank you. Um, and the scene is like, oh, she's fine once she's there. Well, maybe, or maybe she's just feigning interest because she doesn't want to be dragged somewhere else again. Anyway, <laughs> then <laughs> this is. This is the line that gets repeated a couple of times and it's supposed to be romantic and nice. And I'm like, I would run so fast. Um, he keeps going. Can I keep you? Can I keep you? Can I keep you? Oh, oh, chills, chills. Okay. Can I keep like I'm property? That's yeah. That's creepy enough. If it's mm. a non-friendly ghost, like if you're if, like, <laughs> You know what I mean? If you're like a haunting ghost, you're like, uh, mm-hmm. can I keep you? I'm keeping you to be like scary ass ghost. Yes. Fair enough. Fair oh enough. Oh my God. So creepy. And that, that he puts her on an unserviced roller coaster. That roller coaster has not been serviced ever. Ever. Okay. Ever. Okay. Throws her on that death trap. Okay. Then yeah, with, gets. With razor blades just swinging in your face and like. Gets. Howdy, when she finds out, or when he finds out that she's going to the dance with a boy, that she goes to school, gets pout, like, oh, well, if I was alive, would you go with me? I'm like, you're a ghost. Dude, you're a ghost. Like, I, the entire time, I did not, I did not sympathize for this character. I did not care for this character. At no point was I rooting for, I was like, you died of pneumonia, and that's actually quite sad. <laughs> that yes. little that little scene where it's like, oh, and he bought me this sled, and I just wanted to keep sledding, and then it got cold out, and then I got sick, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we took a dark turn. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right? <laughs> I mean, there's, yeah, of course, we were going to take a dark turn no matter what, but. Because the movie's title character is a dead child. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, I read somewhere that this is the first movie where the lead is a CGI character. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. First movie ever. I don't like that. I don't know. <laughs> 96 though. Like it, it couldn't have come much before that. You know what trips me out is that did you clonk that all of the ghosts have a very ghost like look until they're a character that was alive first in the movie? Like ghost dad okay. and Kerrigan ghost just look like themselves. You know what I mean? Like they have hair, they have like clothes on and shit. <laughs> 
yeah, I I will say that I uh, that I think the CGI Bill Pullman is the uh, is the true villain of this movie. That disturbed <laughs> me to no end. Uh, the Kerrigan one, I was like more okay with, but I was just like, oh, this this really shows its age. Um, you said that you enjoyed the three uncles. I found the slaps the the dated CGI slapstick <laughs> comedy to be highly unbearable. Oh um, no, I liked their commitment to every like to every prank they were doing. They were largely committed. I was kind of you know what I mean when they were melting. I was like, oh, you guys are really committing to that. It's yeah. like I could perhaps believe you are actually melting but yeah the uh the the the, like look we can do bill pullman in a uh, cgi ghost Mm. i was like no you didn't you didn't you didn't pull it off (laughs) i don't believe that that's his ghost like if he had looked like a different ghost like one of the caspers or whatever that's why i'm like i don't understand the logic like what would have like (laughs) (laughs) uh possibly because there is none (laughs) no there's like literally if you just want to watch a movie that has no logic no plot line no nothing like yes this is this is your afternoon movie absolutely there's okay (laughs) there's there's another villain i would like to bring up um the teacher the only teacher we meet okay oh yeah this is for some, and it feels so shoehorned in because it it really doesn't. I don't know. Add anything? I think other than the fact that they that Casper and Cat get to dance at the end, and that's supposed to be like a magical thing, which I also think is psychologically messed up for that girl. But whatever. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I'll get yeah. into that oh, in a second. What, what was your first? Uh, what was your first high school day or uh, uh, grade school dance? Uh, who is the boy? It's like, oh, he's dead now. Oh, no. Don't worry about it. He was dead before that. He was too. dead before that. <laughs> Very it's casual. It's not tragic. Yeah. So we introduce this te- like this classroom scene of this girl's going to cat is at this new school. Okay. And for and because of the asbestos, they can't have the school dance. And this girl stands up and she's like, we can have the party at my house. And to which the whole class is not. Yeah, they're not into it. They don't they don't want it to be at this girl's house. Apparently they find this girl very annoying, including her boyfriend, which made me actually feel kind of bad for her. I'm like, I feel like this woman's just fighting for love. She's like, Can can I have a friend? Can I have a boyfriend that likes me? I don't know. I'm just trying out here, whatever. Then a student invites themselves over to Kat's place after they realize where she lives. At no point has this has Kat invited them allowed this to happen. It's just kind of like, yeah, I guess I could ask maybe. And the teacher is on board immediately. They're like, oh, so it's at Kat's house. I'm like, what? <laughs> what do you, <laughs> what are you just the largest kid here? Yes, like, are you, that's no, like. you have no authority over the, You're literally watching kids bully other kids in real time and saying nothing. <laughs> the class was so unrealistically cruel to Kat, which like they're laughing at like, hi, I'm Kat. <laughs> like, like, like they call her name is Cat Harvey, and the teacher says uh, Harvey Cat, and they all go like, <laughs> "Ooh, Harvey!" <laughs> <laughs> and as somebody who has a first name as a last name, uh, nobody finds it funny. No what I like, <laughs> oh, oh, Faye Craig. Yeah, it's it works both ways. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. Also, Harvey's a dope name for a girl. If I met a girl named Harvey, I'd be like, that's sick. Like, you're yeah, awesome. That's true. You know what I mean? That's a dope name for a girl. I think that's great. <laughs> yeah, you can see that uh, written on the back of a volleyball jersey. You're like, Harvey! Uh, Harvey, yeah! <laughs> Absolutely. I am down for that. This That classroom scene makes... Absolutely. They invite themselves over. Yes. There's no... Infuriated. There's weird adults in this movie. Like, the, there's a whole scene where they're doing the, uh, like, kind of like the, the what is it? Like, the news report of how how Kerrigan finds these people, right? They're, yeah, the they're doing it. And they're, <laughs> the news is like, look at this loner girl. I'm like, who? And she's <laughs> begging them to leave her... Can I just please go to school? I just want to go to school. Stop asking me weird questions. Yeah, they're like, look at this loner. <laughs> look at this lone wolf. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's a very bizarre classroom. And like, there's this thing where she gets asked out by the bully's boyfriend, mm-hmm. right? And that's supposed to be some hilarious prank. And I'm like, uh, but none of that is really played out or or has any bearing on the plot whatsoever. Like the only thing that, the the girl the bully girl does that's actually i would even say borderline mean uh which is she was riding her bike on the sidewalk and yells look out and get out of my way to cat who is walking the sidewalk legitimately dickish thing to do don't ride mm-hmm. your fucking bicycle on the sidewalk you monster and don't think that a person walking on it is in the way but Grand scheme of things compared to drinking so much you fall down a pit. Uh, <laughs> not, not cruel, you know. Like, can you imagine like this? Okay, so this dad tucking cat in a night before this, before they actually meet any ghosts. You know what I mean? Just like get like yeah, ghosts are real. I know they are real, even though I haven't seen one. <laughs> This guy's having a breakdown, man. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's uh, everybody in that household needs uh, some serious, There's also- serious, actual qualified psychological help. Oh, are, yeah, this guy. Are, <laughs> go to therapy as a unit and the individuals. This guy You're- needs to look in the mirror and be a therapist for himself. You know what I mean? Just like apply some of this knowledge you're supposed to have and realize that you're having a breakdown. But again, does he have any knowledge? I don't think at any point in the movie we see him actually demonstrate um, any uh, skills with the, the ghostly trio, the uncles, right? Like, it's not like he's like, let's talk about this. They basically mm-hmm. just pull pranks on him until he decides to go drinking with them. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, they, like, I don't... <laughs> they I easily can't... manipulate him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, sub- honestly, okay, like him or don't, um, I support these ghosts. These ghosts have been living here forever. I totally, you know what I mean? I don't think it's evil of them to like prank or or scare people that come into this place. Right. You know what I mean, absolutely on board for this. In the same way, I'm absolutely on board for Kerrigan wanting to just get this shit done. I own this building. Like yes. I own it. You know what I mean? Yes. If there and, is treasure in this building, it is mine. Not this this person that, you know what I mean? That, that's dead. Yes. Yes, yes. And I mentioned this way back on our Lord of the Rings episode where I think being a ghost is cheating. I don't think you should be allowed to be a ghost. Like, you're dead. You don't have property value. You don't have property rights. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, you don't have to sleep. You don't have to eat. You don't have to... You j- 
you're just fucking hanging out causing trouble no it's cheating like at, at a certain point cat cat <laughs> yells at him and goes it's cheating Peter Ghost is cheating. It's fucking cheating. You're not, you're not playing by the same rules. And and at a certain point, uh, like they when Kerrigan steals like the vial of like ghost juice or whatever it is that mm. brings you back to life. Ghost juice. I like yeah. that. Ghost they juice. yell they yell at her like, stop. That's uh what did they say? You stole that from Casper. No, she no. didn't. It's hers. <laughs> it's in the house that she legally owns. Yeah. Casper has been dead for a hundred years. You're wearing a like, dress that she legally owns. <laughs> no. As you're saying this. No, stop. That belongs to Abraham Lincoln. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Maybe it yeah. belongs to a museum. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln has no claim on it whatsoever. I don't know why yeah. I went with Abraham Lincoln as a famous Listen, guy. okay, and I know this is like the... I don't know. This is this is maybe not the best opinion to have, but the concept of a ghost liking me is fundamentally one of the most terrifying things I could think of. Because you you are now in a connection that doesn't like you don't. Uh, what am I looking for? You don't. You don't need to give this ghost consent in, in the sense of I don't mean in in the level as high as that that sounds, but I mean in the sense of like. If I leave a room and shut a door and lock it, that doesn't apply to you. You know what I mean? That doesn't have to apply to you. There are literally no boundaries here. If I decide that I want to start dating somebody and, like, that upsets you, you can just follow me around. You come to class with me. Okay, watch me. Think that's chill? Like, this is very – I'm seeing red flags all over the place. Okay, this Red is a, flag one. You are – I'm dead. telling you. <laughs> Casper the friendly ghost should have been called Casper the nice guy ghost. Okay, like he is, it's, there are several layers to this that are creeping me out. Why didn't she date me? I'm yeah. so nice to her. If I, if I was alive, would you date me? If I had a six pack, would you date me? Like, oh God, this is terrifying. Well, and, and you're absolutely right. There's, there's no boundaries. And I think um, in a more classic interpretation of what a ghost was there would be boundaries right uh i think classically one thing would be um they are confined to the house right mm. because that is the place where they're haunting and we see very clearly that they are not now they think, go to ghost parties <laughs> yeah they go to casper leaves through the phone lines to manipulate tv and like they go to like places they go to the bars they like they're, they're going everywhere so that's, mm. that's a, that is another reason they're cheating and, and the final reason <laughs> I love they're the, cheating the ghosts, ghosts cheating are cheating it's killing me ghosts are cheating <laughs> che go is, ghost is cheating <laughs> is there is this implication that ghosts can't actually physically interact with you mm -hmm. like traditionally right so they appear and they're scary and all the rest and that maybe they can like move bookshelves and things like that, but they have very weak interaction with the mortal realm, let's call it, right? So yep. that is another boundary to them, right? Which, which, hey, I'm alive, I gotta eat, I gotta sleep. That That's my weaknesses. Your weaknesses are you can't leave the house and you can't really interact with me. And then multiple times in this thing, they say, Casper and the uncles say, uh, ghosts can't hurt you. Uh, sort of suggesting that that is the case, but they absolutely can in this movie. The the uncles are carrying around shotguns trying to shoot the dad. Casper yeah. can pick you up and carry you out a window. Like they they really can murder you in this. Just just mm -hmm. flat out. 
They're yeah. cheating. They're cheating. They're cheating. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's my favorite. So we should also talk about um Kerrigan's henchman. Yeah, Eric Idle. Yeah. Yeah. Or Dibs. Calling a lawyer Dibs is hilarious. I do I do like that. I like that little uh, cheeky. It's a funny sidekick name for sure. Yeah, absolutely, Dibs. I think um, just on a base level, having a lawyer as a henchman is just a good call. It's just a good call. They make great henchmen, I think. Um, yeah. A lot of these guys, not a, you know, hashtag not all lawyers, um, but uh, a lot of these guys don't mind doing some dirty work very clearly. Something I would like to say about Kerrigan is that she, uh, along with Dibs, she pays – uh, she pays the dad right off the top. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah, Gives him a check, is like, listen, and is very clear. Like, he's like, you know, it could take days, it could take years. And she has this whole scene where, like, that's supposed to be her being in, re- like, no years. She's like, days, okay. Weeks, maybe. Months, I, I don't think so. And then, like, years, absolutely fucking not. And I think that's a fair answer, okay? As somebody that is funding this, okay, fair answer, okay? I need, you can't tell me years. That's insanity, okay? That's good project management. I'm paying you up front for this service. I'm clear on what my expectations are and the time frame in which you need to accomplish it. Mm -hmm. You do you, I'm going to go away. Pays him right off the top. And then later, there's a couple scenes later where uh, Ghost Dad says, I can't buy you uh, a costume because Kara, she hasn't paid me yet. And I was like, are you oh. lying? Oh. Because oh, she I didn't d- catch that. Oh, yeah. Like, bitch gave you a check. Okay. She gave you a check. I don't know if that's like some sort of like writing that, you know what I mean? Sometimes some things get lost in scripts or whatever. You miss a line to correct or something like that. Um, but he definitely says like, she didn't pay me. And I'm like, she, we watched her give you a check. Like immediately before you did any work, which is a good employer. Okay. And I got to tell you, not everybody. Okay. Absolutely not everybody. Okay. Is this lawyer, is Dibs getting treated well? No. Is he getting paid on time? You bet your boots. I, yeah. I guarantee it. I guarantee this guy's getting paid on time. And I think he's getting paid well. Okay. And is on board for all these side missions of like, let's find the treasure, whatever. He's this as guy, interested in getting the treasure as she is. Yes, is he's as agreed. Now, mind you, then we get into this thing, and this is obviously where I disagree with Kerrigan is when she's trying to murder Dibs. <laughs> okay, and then gets got herself, which, I mean, fair. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, I, my one criticism of that would be, um, I would say that the stakes have sort of changed. One, because we now know that death is not permanent, so it is not a... Uh, uh, but... I would review the data a little, little more careful. You know That's what I mean? My I would, thing. That's my I, thing. We we've yeah. taken this off of a word. Okay, we've been like, well, I say, we well, heard. clearly this is gonna work. We we heard from a child it's gonna work. So so we better we better throw all of our money into that. Let's yeah. let's put all of our thoughts and hopes into that idea. Yeah, they didn't really check out the have to have unfinished business part. Yeah, like, make sure you've got some unfinished business before you die as a ghost. Because you could just go straight up to the top. Yeah. <laughs> straight and, up to the top. And another thing I want to point out, 
who among us does not have unfinished business? Right? Hmm. There is no adult living today who has everything wrapped up nicely, you know? Oh, I, I, I guess I just... all be ghosts, is my point. <gasps> what would the, be the, the cutoff of level of business that you would have to... You know what I mean? Like, you got to come back to sweep the floor? <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> Told oh, my no. husband I'd finish that up, so I guess I got to come back and finish cleaning the house. Yeah, it was my turn to sweep today, yeah. Was... <laughs> yeah, I promised my roommates I was going to buy toilet paper. I... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude. I don't know what the cutoff level is, but I would say for Kerrigan as our main villain, um, I I honestly I agree with her for like seventy five percent of this movie. Like for yeah. most of it, I'm like yes. I yeah, most of the moments where she's supposed to be seen like as a bitch or as demanding or whatever, I'm like her dad just died. You know what I mean? And clearly they didn't have a good relationship. Nobody's given the advice to this woman like, hey, you need to go catch a couple of therapy sessions here. Okay, you need to figure it out. Like, to give you an example, and not that this is, like, um, the exact same thing, but I had, I used to work at a clothing store, and one time I had a woman come in, and she was, like, really nasty to me, but I was just like, okay, whatever, and, like, I was really bummed out afterwards. Like, I was like, that's messed up. And I was talking to my manager and she was just like, oh, you know, like sometimes you just have to remember that you don't know what day they've had. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, okay, well, to give you an example, she's like, I one day was um, helping this woman out. She was very curt with me, very blunt. She seemed super rude the entire time. I was really mad, but I just kept like, you know, whatever, it's fine. Just kept smiling at her. No, that's okay. We'll get you another one or we'll try this or whatever. And she's like, and then the woman came back three days later and said, listen, I just want to come in and personally thank you. I was buying a dress for my father's funeral and I probably wasn't the nicest person at the time. She's like, I can barely even remember the interaction, but I just know you were super nice to me. And I just want to thank you so much for doing that for me because you really helped me through a very hard moment of my life. And she was like, oh, thank God I didn't, like, just start teeing off on that woman for being rude. Now, that seems like a story to just kind of get me to take abuse, but (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it worked. You never, you you don't know people's struggles. You don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? You don't know what's going on with everybody. And yes, this woman is like, I just want my money. I just want my cut. Okay. But... It seems to me that she's lived within a wealthy family her entire life. Her dad gave away all of his fortune to animals and then gave her a big fuck you at the end. Um, And and it could be that she just wants to be done with it. Yes. Like, like Like, I want to get rid of the house. I want to condemn it. I want to move on from this family and this relationship and get on with my life and be done with dealing with my father's estate and be done with dealing with all this. Yeah, like I always love this plot line of like, oh, the 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 daughters or, or son or whoever, the the child uh is super shitty to their parent. Like the the daughter son's super shitty to their parent or to others, and we're like, Oh man, that poor guy, look at him, he sent all this money out to charity. I'm like, he raised her. What happened here? You know what yeah. I mean? I'm not yeah. saying it's always the parents' fault. Like, some other external factors can come into play. I'm not saying it's the parents' fault every single time. But there's a good chance is what, I, uh, what I'm going to say on that. There's a good chance that there's a reason why she's this way, and the good chance is, is it's that man that has caused this from whatever. 
whatever yeah. interaction they've had over and their lifetime. Gets, and she gets screwed over at the end because the treasure turns out to be Casper's baseball mitt, right? And then they trick her into being like, well, that was my unfinished business. And she goes, she's, she's dead. Yeah. You know, they just get her to admit that's, and we're like, fuck. That's, uh, <laughs> all right. <coughs> yeah, not a super satisfying ending. No. Uh, for, but yeah, like I, I, there are parts of it where I'm just like, I, I don't understand why we had to go to this extreme. Like when you talk about the machine and like how expensive that is or just like get some welding equipment. Like, you know, you can be in here now. Like these ghosts are kind of distracted by these two other people. Like you can probably get in here, do some things at least or have, be able to have a conversation with this other thing. Like yeah. they seem, you know what I mean? Like they're already, you, you've witnessed them communicating together. You know, you can pass a message along now. Why can't you work this out, have a conversation, a negotiation? A negotiation was never put on the table, which is crazy to me because, like, that, like, if this is, like, this therapist coming in to get these ghosts to move on, like, that could also be a conversation of just, like, oh, is there any way that we could get this woman in here to get the thing she wants and then she'll leave you the house? You can just hang out here, whatever. Great. Problem solved. Let's open our own business. Uh, we'll, we'll become <laughs> mediators to the dead. We'll mediators we'll to the cheating dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First of all, I just like to start out by saying, uh, you, one side of this is cheating. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm going to side entirely on the side of the living because uh, they're the ones who have to live. Uh, I'm just saying, maybe property uh, property should go to the living. Uh, yeah, abs- <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think probably time for our definitive rankings of how good the villain is. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you got, Rebecca? Okay, so I've got the I've got the children's dare, um, children's dare levels, uh, and I'm going to be ranking Kerrigan, obviously, Kerrigan, obviously. Um, so I've got um, from licking a frozen pole which is a very common children's dare, to putting a thumbtack on the teacher's chair, I'm going to give her a going into old man, insert name here, lawn. Okay. she. You know what I mean? She's kind of going maybe where she shouldn't be going, and you could have just knocked on the door and figured it out with this person in front of you, but I kind of get it. They're scary as shit. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Love it. So, um, uh, Kat, my uh, girlfriend Kat, not Kat, the character in this uh, <laughs> movie, has pointed oh, out Oh, trippy, me, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, has pointed out to me how much uh, live Casper, uh, played by Devin Sawa, was mm-hmm. such a heartthrob to her and all of her friends growing up who did this, who was like, I can't believe Christy Ricci got to kiss uh, Devin Sawa. So that was like a crazy. No way. So in honor of that, I am ranking Kerrigan, but I am uh, ranking uh, her on the dead Devin Sawa scale. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> so uh, on the scale from Idle Hands, which uh, you haven't seen it, that's a movie where he chops his own hand off because it's possessed by the devil, uh, to Final Destination, which I think we're all familiar with. Uh, I'm giving uh, I'm giving Kerrigan. Uh, the music video for Eminem's Stan, because uh, she just wanted something they thought they both deserved. Uh, <laughs> treasure and or response from Eminem. Uh, 
By the way, if you don't understand that Stan is a reference to an Eminem song, uh, it is. <laughs> that Devin was Sawa w- starred in the music video. One of the most specific rankings <laughs> you've done, I think. That's great. Very specific. Very specific. Yes, and as always, as before, we move on to our heroes and villains of the week. There's always a couple of ways you can uh, help the podcast out. As always, you can please like and subscribe if you already haven't. Uh, also, leave us a review. Why not? We're just a couple of doofuses out here trying it. So just, you know, leave us a review. Let us know how you think. If it's good, please leave it. If it's not, scream it into a pillow, as we always say. Uh, scream it into a pillow. It's not for you. We get it. We're two woke Canadians out here doing shit. Um, as always, we also have our Twitter account, so you can uh, follow us there at VWR Podcast. Send us your suggestions. We love suggestions. Almost all of our audience polls are suggestions. Um, and if you want to get on those audience polls. Yeah, uh, we're on Patreon, everybody. Patreon.com slash The Villain Was Right. Um, if, you, if you have a little cash and you want to help out the podcast, maybe get a little bit of extra content. Uh, that's where you go ahead and do that. So uh, as Rebecca mentioned, every month we have a uh, an audience choice poll where our patrons get to decide what movie we're doing uh, that month. Um, and uh, we got that coming up next week, actually. That's The Birds uh, for our classic horror movie. So if you it beat out uh, 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 Invasion of the Body Snatchers and Night of the Living Dead. So if that upsets you, get on that Patreon. <laughs> uh, there's also, uh, for our top tier, there's also two bonus episodes every month um this month uh we are actually doing movies that we absolutely hate uh so my pick (laughs) my pick was la la land uh which uh i was in a fever dream when i uh saw it and rebecca has picked under siege so that's gonna be coming out a little later this month um and if you don't have any money to, to to help out that's fine Thank you so much for listening um, to the regular podcast. This is one is always going to be free. Uh, we we love you guys for listening, and thank you so much. Yeah, now it's time for our heroes and villains of the week. Uh, this week I've got a pretty light one. I just wanted to talk about how um, I had a really just really nice normal interaction. And I know that sounds crazy (laughs) to say, but I think we can all agree that a lot of us, uh, maybe not all of us, but a lot of us have not felt normal for a very, 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 very long time. Um, It is bleak out here, team. And I just wanted to say that my 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 hero of the week are my friends because I've been bubbling with a couple of people and we just had this really nice we were doing taco Tuesdays um, and so we had a taco Tuesday this week and we always eat outside so it's a little safer. My friend has a really nice back patio. Uh, we do it up. There's you know all those fancy hipster lights. We're into it and it started to rain a little bit. And it started to rain a little bit more, and we were like, oh, maybe we should go in. And one of the girls was like, oh, I have a tarp. We could probably hang up. We were like, yeah, let's hang up this tarp for sure. So then we start hanging this tarp up, but we're getting soaked now because it's raining too hard, and we can't get it up, like, just, like, correctly. And we're all getting soaked. And I don't know how it started, but we all just started laughing our fucking asses off. Like, just 
dying. Like we're all getting absolutely drenched. Like it's just, it's pouring down even more. And we're just crying, laughing so hard. We finally get this tent, like this, this tarp up properly. We're using a broom to like poke, like where it's getting like yeah. puddles and shit. You know what I mean? To poke <laughs> yeah. it over so it doesn't like splash us. And we're just laughing like every 10 seconds. And at one point, one of the just like looks at the rest of us and like, thank you. So like, this is, this is the most normal I've felt in a really long time. Like, I feel like I actually just like, like lived properly for a second. And we all agreed immediately. We're like, oh yeah. Like, which was kind of like in itself of being like, yeah, I mean, uh, we all get that feeling right now, but it was just honestly so nice to feel like just a little normal for 10 seconds. And yeah, that's just my, my hero of the week. It's just my, my friends that I have bubbled with that are just super great yeah. people. Oh, that's so sweet. That that actually like made my day. Uh, hearing that, that's oh, that's wonderful. And now my villain. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yay! <laughs> so I've got a pretty light one. Um, uh, we uh, we we're doing. Uh, Kat and I were watching uh, uh, the, some spoilers ahead. By the way, for uh, the Netflix series Ratchet, uh, which is the uh, explores nurture, Nurse Ratchet. Uh, from the one flies over the cuckoo nest and um we start watching it whatever i'm like okay this is kind of like an interesting look at like uh you know uh what they called like insane asylums or like whatever back in the 1940s and all the horrible things they're doing and like this deranged woman and all the rest and then as we're watching it i'm kind of just like oh man i'm getting i was like hey cat remember that that Netflix show Hollywood that we watched, which was a previous villain of the week. Oh, you hated that. Yeah. Hated it. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm getting some, I'm getting some Hollywood vibes off of this all of a sudden. And she goes, mm. Oh, it's by the same guy. Oh, so you just hate that guy. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, Oh no. And I was like, okay, well this is slightly better. Uh, and it got kind of late and I was like, you know what? Yeah, I think I'm done with this. And I just went to bed and Kat's like, yeah, I'm going to keep watching. I was like, that's fine. I don't care. So like half an hour, 40 minutes goes by and I, re- I wake up and I really need an allergy pill. So I get up and like go to the kitchen or whatever. And I'm walking by. I'm like, wait, what the hell is happening here? <laughs> and she's like, oh, that guy cut off his own arms. And I'm like, okay, so I got out at the right point. <laughs> Like, <laughs> and then the next morning so then i just got my pill i went back to bed next morning cat's finishing uh watching it off i'm like stretching out my back on the floor and like you know when you watch something and you stopped caring about it mm-hmm. but then you see an episode like way later mm-hmm. and you're like i know who these characters are and you just have to know how you got to that point one thousand percent it is it's an evil feeling it's not yeah. good it's it, it is not the proper part of your brain talking at that moment it's yeah. not helpful so, so like i'm like doing like back stretches like laid out on the floor I'm like wait a minute why are these characters friends now and cat's like i don't know they just changed i was like because it seems like she's an entirely different character than she was when i was watching she's like she is exactly and i'm like okay and then this is the scene that absolutely fucking got me. I could not believe this. So it finally happens. This is, again, right at the end. So spoiler warnings to everybody. Um, but two characters come together and they're like, we can finally be together. It's okay now. And uh, the uh, the one woman goes, um, 
No, we can't. I'm dying. <laughs> I have cancer and I'm dying. And I'm just like, Kat, is this the first time we're hearing of this? And she's like, yes, it is. Absolutely. <laughs> and I was like, did any of That's this reunion so between these two people, was that earned? And she's like, no. <laughs> and then there's one quick scene after that where they show her she's a little bit sick. And mm. then they cut to two years later and she's fine. So her being sick mattered not at all <laughs> and just was like, I was like, I'm done. I, I, I will not. It's Ryan Murphy. It's not for me. If he's your guy and you love everything he's done, that's great. But I just, I could not. I'm out. I was out. Fuck that's it. so fun. That's good. I like, I don't know. I don't mind. There's something reassuring to me when I don't like the same stuff, but I don't know it's the same stuff. You know what yes. I mean? Like that my that my instincts are consistent, that I don't like, you know what I mean? That I don't get swayed by like what's popular or whatever. If I'm just like, oh, I just genuinely don't like what this person produces across the board. That's somehow reassuring to me. I know that sounds messed up. It is because you know what to avoid in the future. You're yeah. like, great. He's not for me. I'm not going to mm-hmm. watch his next show or whatever. So absolutely. Yeah. So that was my uh, goal of the week. <laughs> right. Uh, where can people follow you, Craig? Yeah, you can follow me uh, at Craig Fake Comedy on Facebook, Twitter, uh, or uh, Craig Fake Comedy on YouTube as well. I'll get some uh, videos and stuff uh, up there. As, uh, even from The Villain Was Right. We got a couple uh, greatest hits clips or whatever up there right now. So yeah, check that out. Yeah, and if you just want to, you know, read a weird tweet every three days, you can follow me at Rebecca Reese. <laughs> I'm also on Instagram and Facebook if that still exists. Uh, <laughs> guys, uh, next week we're going to be covering The Birds. It's our classic episode. I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a great one. Really looking forward to that. So you guys can check that out next next week. And as always, this is The Villain Was Right reminding you that most things in a mansion are actually valuable. <laughs> The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>